Hi guys and welcome to Become 2.0, myself, the host Taz Vazinis, I hope you're all keeping well, we've got episode 7 on the way with Josh Whitaker. the man is one of my good friends, uh, he's been a client now, a good friend of mine, he'll be talking about his trials and tribulations and how he made a recovery from, from an accident, let's say, now, I don't want to give too much away, episode 7, here we go. EP7, Mr. Josh Wicker, how are you, sir? Take three, because Josh keeps freezing on the, <laughs> on the recording. Josh, your boy, tell him who you are, how old you are, how long you've been training with myself, and what, what, what got you into training? So, yeah, uh, I'm Josh Whitaker, 30 as of Sunday, wow. two days' time. Oh, um, man. I've been training with Taz now for four or five years. Uh, saw his reels on Instagram, figured Thai boxing looks like a good laugh. <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll get a crack. There we go. Four years later, you're here. And uh, I tell you what, you've been through a journey, mate. And yeah, man, what I want you to do in this episode, just tell the good people of the Become 2.0 what you went through, especially through... Let's let's go let, let, let's go straight into it, all right? Then we'll, we can be here off and stuff like that. Tell them you had an accident. How long ago? Uh, July 2019, it was. July 2019, Josh was involved in an accident. Do you want to tell him what that accident was? So, yeah, I, uh, me and a friend of mine took myself off for a day of mountain biking. Um, ended up having a, a bit of an accident, going a little bit too quick. What, like, of a ramp? Or what, what was yeah, it? Quite, quite a big ramp. So, initially, I'd, um, I'd gone over this ramp the first time. Mm. Not a big jump, nothing too big, but I landed it funny the first time, and I thought, in my head, I need more speed to... To, to, to clear it and land it better so <laughs> speed though is sold turned around absolutely flawed it landed even worse this time went over the handlebars landed on my head well on my left ear um now at the time i just thought i'd knock the wind out myself um managed to stand up i heard three or four loud audible crunches um, where where in what, what did you where where within your back in your where, in, where yeah in my neck all right um, stood up with my bike managed to walk about maybe two three hundred meters I thought this is something's not right it's just too painful um, so yeah laid down on a bench and that's been called the ambulance um, fast forward a little bit it turns out I'd broke C one and C two in my neck fucking hell um, but initially this this wasn't discovered at the hospital. Um, I went through an x-ray. Um, the x-ray came back. They said, Mr. Whitaker, you've got severe whiplash. <laughs> Take these two paracetamol and then be on your way, essentially. Um, so so let me just cl cl clarify this. Josh went over his handlebars, broke C1, C2, got the ambulance, and the, uh, the after an x-ray, they told him to, to go home, to man it up, because <laughs> he's got whiplash, take two paracetamol, two ibuprofen, you'll be, you'll be sound. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. The, the best part about it is I couldn't actually take the paracetamol because, well, I couldn't move my neck. I was completely paralysed in my neck almost. Mm. I could swallow barely, I could barely talk. And, and now I take tablets, I've got to take a mouthful of water first. Yeah. Drop the tablets in and swallow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's not a chance I was till Can you not do the old-fashioned, got that, straight down? There's, there's one way for me to take tablets and, and that, 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 that way wasn't happening. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I didn't take these tablets. Um, yeah. The nurse got quite arsy with me. Slammed them down on the table, said, uh, and, and basically said, you know, it's it's this or nothing. Um, 
So then I had a, an hour and 45 minute car journey home in a, in a Golf R32 now. Nice. If anyone knows what a Golf R32 is, it's, it's quite a sporty car, quite a <laughs> stiff car in rush hour traffic. So that was excruciating to say the least. Yeah. Why an hour and 45? Where were you? Um, well, it was Sherwood Pines Forest, but we ended up being, uh, it was called King, King's Mill or King's Hill, the, the, the hospital was called, hotel, I nearly called it then. Oh, right. Um, so yeah, in the, um, I won't say Midlands, I'm, I, may be, I may be wrong. Oh, um, right, so you, so you were quite a far bit out. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, sweet, sweet, go on, keep. So yeah, um, managed to get home, um, and then once the adrenaline had worn off, obviously I didn't have any pain relief, I'm, I'm laid in bed completely lifeless. Um struggling to do anything like I, said, I couldn't move and uh, not ashamed to say I was in I was in tears I was in, yeah, I was yeah, in yeah, absolute yeah. agony at this point um, phoned 111 um, obviously it didn't seem an emergency to call 999 but we basically got told that we need to get back in the car go to his local A&E and speak to the pharmacy there and get some get some stronger pain relief wow so what so what, what did you do from there did you, did you go get some pain relief so yep jump back in the car with my um, with my whiplash <laughs> got to Ponty A&E Pontefract A&E um, sat there for two and a half hours only to be told that the pharmacy was closed oh so still no pain relief so I had to drive all the way back home go through the night with a broken neck or whiplash should I say yeah um, yeah managed to, managed to get some pain relief in the morning but yeah that, that, that first night was excruciating what were going through your head Josh um, like, did, you, did you honestly think it was whiplash or did you, did you know straight away it was something a little bit worse so, at this point, after coming back from uh, Pontefract A&E, trying to get some more pain relief, two separate doctors at this point had told me, it's just whiplash. Yeah. Move as much as possible. Yeah. Um, so, they told me to move as much as possible with, with broken C1 and C2. Yeah. What a brilliant idea. <laughs> God, yeah. how did it go so, from there? So, yeah, they're basically saying, you know, apply gentle pressure to your neck. Get as, go, go through the motions, up, down, left, right. Um, keep taking your tablets. Within, within a couple of weeks, you, you, you'll be fine. Um but I, I could still walk. I could still walk. Um, swallowing was a bit of an issue, but I thought just around my neck area, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it's going to be so anyway. Ha, what, what is the point where, like, you know when PC people, people break the neck and they're paralysed? What, what's the point there? Like, if you're, you're obviously broke C1 and C2, so how think, far were you not, not to be able to walk again? I think it's your thoracic spine. All right, all right, um, okay. I, yeah, I may yeah, be wrong. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, if yeah. anyone's more clued up on me, then uh, feel free then to... Then let us know, me. 100%. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, I think C1 and C2, I think if any further down, then potentially I could have been paralysed. Yeah. Uh, but I still had full use of my arms, my legs. Um, Getting a numbness everywhere, isn't it? Anywhere, isn't it? So yeah, I, I mean, there was numbness. Um, but at this point, I, I was on four strong painkillers. I was on uh, tramadol, naproxen, diazepam, and I can't remember what the fourth one was. Um, but I was on four strong painkillers. So at this point, I was on cloud nine anyway. Let me take a little bit of a break off. You know, I uh, I ruptured my hip flexor before, and naproxen, I took naproxen and it made me gurn. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, I was taking the kids' class. I got sent home from kids' class because naproxen made me gurn. <laughs> the kid, you're off your head. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go on. So, yeah, um, like I said, two separate doctors at this point had told me it's definitely whiplash. So, I had full use of my, of my limbs still, so I'm, I'm, I'm still driving at this point. I, I mean, thinking back now, I had minimal mobility in my neck, so I probably shouldn't have been driving, but yeah. I mean, I, I had stuff to do. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I was, I, was, I was doing push-ups, I was doing pull-ups. There's a video of me and my daughter Ivy on a slip and slide in the garden. Mate, you're going to have to send me that. Um, you was on a slip and slide with a broken neck. 
So I broke my neck. I wasn't so much sliding, but I was I was throwing out ivy up and down. Yeah, it, but I was yeah, still yeah. stood on a, on a on a soapy sheet of tarpaulin, yeah, yeah, so it yeah, could have yeah, quite yeah. easily gone west. Um, so yeah, fast forward a little bit to five weeks after it happened, uh, I got a, I got a second class letter from the from the hospital. <laughs> they had my, they had my number, they had my email, they had everything, but I got a second class stamp, basically saying that we've potentially missed something, Mister Whitaker. So go down to your to your, to your local A&E and, and get it checked again, basically. So five weeks on, okay, five weeks on after you've been getting on in what were you still in pain five weeks on? Yeah. So still in pain five weeks on, you get a second class letter. If anyone's listening from NHS, listen, you should be fucking ashamed. Five five weeks later, a second class letter. They couldn't even be asked for the first class. <laughs> even though they had your phone and your email, they sent you a letter to say that there's something wrong, you need to go get it checked out at your local AE. Yeah. I mean, side note, the NHS is extremely underfunded. So let's you know. So that's a side tangent I'm going off on anyway. We'll go back to the original point. Let, let yeah. I, should we turn into politicians on this? Quite easily. Yeah. I'll not digress. I'll stay on my original. Yeah, point. yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. So yeah, uh, went down to Pinderfield Hospital at this point. Yeah. Um, sat in A&E for thirteen hours. Fucking hell. Because uh, it was a Saturday. Yeah. Thirteen hours on a Saturday. Um, and it got to the point where there was the Saturday night drunks coming in mm. and getting seen before me. And at this yeah. point, I'm. I'm hungry, I'm, I'm agitated, I'm, I'm irritated, I'm, I'm everything you could possibly be yeah. after 13 hours of waiting. So I, I, I stormed it off a little bit, went into the back room and, and pretty much put my foot down because I thought, I've been here 13 hours, you told me I've got a potential broken neck. Um, you know, I just wanted it sorted because I thought, five weeks gone by, you're now telling me that it's it's a life-changing yeah, 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 yeah. Um, injury that I've got wow. rather than just whiplash that can be cured in a couple of weeks. So yeah, I got... Sent for a, I believe it was a CT scan. Uh, the results came back and then there was like, oh shit. You wow. know, it was, it was like full send then. I was back on a bed. I was in the uh, the big red neck brace chops that you, yeah, you put yeah, on like yeah, yeah. Uh, road traffic uh, collisions, collisions and, and stuff like that. Um, so I was in Pinders for a week. I was in a room with no windows. Um, for a week? For a week. I wasn't allowed to, to get up to wash myself. I wasn't allowed to go to the toilet. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at the fact that he wasn't able to go to toilet. I know what's coming next. Go on, how did you go to the toilet, Josh? So Tell I, had, him. I had to get, um, I don't know the the, the, the the medical term for it, but I had to get basically rolled onto my side. Yeah. Um, and at this point, I had a, a lovely helper uh, holding a like a cardboard tube to, to urinate in. <laughs> now, I can't wee in public. <laughs> I am... I'm a ner- I, can't, I can't even wait in front of my wife. Like, really? If she's if she's watching. No way. No. I, 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 I cannot do it. Physically, can't do it. Like I need I need silence. I need to sit there and, and, and focus. Do you need to meditate to eat? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so this guy's holding it, and bear in mind he must be less than a meter away from me. Yeah. And he's going, "Come on, you can do it." And at this point, I'm like, "I, I can't if you're talking to me." <laughs> so thirty seconds go past, and then he says, in even a, like a. A shallower tone is like, "Come on, Mister Whitaker, I can sense it." <laughs> now that 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 was that, that was it. I, I just couldn't wait. I, I had to say to him, "Look, if this is going to happen, you, you need to turn around. You need to just hold it there and just be silent. Otherwise, what, were, you, were, you, were you thing like who got your finger? Did you get your finger? Just put it, so it. I, I started using my hands. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I could all be Johnson. I had like, you know, <laughs> Johnson. But, but that that was in my control. I think that that was the only thing that was in my yeah, control. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, 
By the way, I'm not laughing at his condition. I'm just, I'm just laughing at the, at the story. <laughs> you know, he's laughing about himself. I'm not being cruel and, and, and making jokes. Go on. Um, so, yeah, um, they basically told me I had C1 and C2 were broke. Yeah. Um, they gave me a, a special neck brace to obviously get me out of the big chock. Yeah. Um, and then they were sending me on my way again. Yeah. But at this point, I'm a bit reluctant to leave the hospital because I thought I got sent away the first time. You told me it was whiplash, and now you're sending me away again. I've got no information on what the next step yeah, is. Yeah. You're just telling me to go home and wait for, you know, more second class letter. Yeah, yeah, wait for more information. Um, so yeah, fast forward a little bit. Got a, a letter. No, it was a phone call actually. Oh. Got a phone call one night um, from LGI saying that they've got a bed for me. Um, they want me to come in and, and speak about my options. Now, the two options were I could have quite invasive surgery which if i'm not mistaken it went through the front the front of your throat wow and it basically fused c1 and c2 together by an operation and plates and screws and whatnot yeah um, through your throat yep <gasps> through the through the front as well not through the back like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. you expect um or the the other alternative which is what i ended up having was a halo brace which for anyone that doesn't know it's a imagine scaffolding if if anyone's seen uh, uh, bleed bleed is it bleed for Mean Girls? So Re- Regina George oh. from Mean Girls, <laughs> when she gets hit by the bus, and she gets the neck brace put on when she breaks her breaks her neck. That's exactly what I had on. Yeah. Now this was middle of summer. Obviously, well I say middle of summer. It was August time I had this put on. You don't watch Mean Girls, though, do you? It's one of my favourite films. Oh, is it? It's, mean Girls is phenomenal. Wow. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. I, 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 I thought you were going to make it sound cool Like, like, no like, like bleed for this When, when the what's, what's that boxer There's a car crash head on And he breaks his neck And he makes a, makes a recovery Anyway Going off tangent She's a million dollar baby She gets She snaps her neck On, on, a, on, a, on a stool oh, You know it? what They made him watch that in <laughs> school I was scared to have I was scared to have The stools in the ring While I was boxing Because of a million dollar baby So school If you're watching this Or is anyone from school They made us watch Million dollar baby I think it were like History and geography class, not to do with all. Anyway, Joshua, sorry, go on. We're digressing, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where, where are we? Uh, you had to wear a halo. So, yeah, I had a, I had a halo brace on. So, middle of summer, um, this halo brace weighed 15 kilo. Hell. I dare say it was sheepskin, sheep wool, which is supposed to be like self cleansing. So, obviously, with this with this halo brace, it's bolted into my skull. You've got two in the this front. This I was just to tell, tell them. About, about the about the bolt. Did you have the painkillers for that? Yeah, yeah. So these the halo brace is bolted bolted in your skull. So it's a piece of scaffolding that's put around your neck to basically drag your neck back into alignment to yeah. fuse the bones back together to yeah, yeah, yeah. to fix you. So you've got two bolts in the front, two in the back. Yeah. So that's four bits of local uh, anaesthetic, two front, two back in your forehead, and two in the back of your head. They put a little incision in where they've put the local, and then they line up these bolts and essentially tight, tighten them. <laughs> In your head with like a medical torque wrench, essentially. Fucking hell! Go on. Um, then they, they put the rest of the scaffolding on. They put the bars on. Um, the the jacket's already on at this point. Then they've just got to basically attach it all yeah, up and yeah, make yeah, sure it's yeah, in place. Yeah. And that's then attached to my head for four months. I think I had it on. Fuck me. Um, what we didn't realise initially was that. So you could t- so every four week I had to go in for these bolts tightening. Yeah. The two bolts at the back were covered by the. The, the scaffolding bars, the halo brace bars. So they couldn't remove the bars because that would just then undo the, the, pro, the process of fusing the bones. So they couldn't tighten them. So me and my dad had to sterilise a pair of mole grips and 
tighten it itself because it because it they'd wiggle loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine these bolts that were made were I'm making a racket. The bolts were they got like a point on the end. Yeah. Like a nail. Basically like yeah, like a nail into your skull almost. Yeah. So when these wiggle loose, you've got the full weight of the halo brace resting on this point and that's just wiggling. Wow. So it's, it's, it's wiggling the skin and the flesh yeah, around yeah, yeah, yeah. it. So that's then making it bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah. So obviously people are listening, they can't see. I've got I've got a few dints. It will, it's got two. What he's got for people like can't hear, he's got two scars just above, probably an inch above his eyebrows, uh, either side. Then he's got, have you got someone back here? Yeah, so two in the front, two in the back. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the front left one, which is obviously most visible. Um, yeah. I, I dare say about a centimetre. Yeah, 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 yeah. In diameter, I think that's the right word. So it's like a, a centimetre dint. Um, and that was due to, I don't know if this is the correct word to use. Use I want word. to say prolapsing. Prolapsing? Like the the insides coming out. All right, almost. yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, because they were like wiggling themselves loose. Yeah. I can only assume that this basically just wiggled my insides out. Yeah. So the front left one got infected. Yeah. Um, I don't know how the back two didn't. Like I say, it was just me and my dad with a pair of sterilised moulds yeah, yeah, tightening yeah, yeah, these yeah. bolts up. Um, how did that feel? Oh, excruciating. You could, you could feel every turn just grinding into your skull. And um, at this point, you had no painkillers. So I, I did have painkillers. Um, I turned to a more herbal... Um, recreational. A, a more recreational um, medicine, you could say. Because yeah. I saw these four strong painkillers that were on were, you know, that you had to get basically weaned off them. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, consult your GP before you come off them. Um, and I thought the last thing I want after breaking my neck is a... Addiction. It's a fucking addiction to opioids. Which is, which is massive. I've had, I've had a few friends have gone down the, 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 the opioid route for, with, with addiction. It's fucking crazy. So, yeah, they basically the the recreational medicine, you could say, was yeah. more... It helped me sleep as well. Cause yeah, what was it? What was it? The medicine? Yeah, it was, might as well uh, say yeah, it. it. was marijuana. Oh, it was, right, thanks. It was Mary Jane. It what, was, did, what, what did that do? Take, take the pain away? Help you sleep? Talk to... What, what, so, what yeah, was I it? mean... As you can imagine, having this this bit of scaffolding bolted to your skull for for however long, my mm-hmm. anxiety at this point, my, my mental health was suffering massively. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I couldn't work at the time. Mm. Um, I couldn't look after my daughter, so my daughter was in 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 either grandparents' care. Mm-hmm. Um, my 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 wife Jenny, she she was she was working all the hours she could to try and support, support us. So I spent a lot of time at home, and it was a lot of time spent stood in front of the mirror just. Just, look, just, look, just looking, looking at it. it, yeah, and it was very. I didn't want to leave the house because I felt. I used to have some crazy thoughts that I'd leave the house, and then I used to have this reoccurring dream where, like, someone had. <laughs> it sounds daft saying it out loud now, but someone had, had like put a chain around this scaffolding and like chain me up to stuff, and just these weird, weird thoughts. And well, thought, with, with, with this one on the painkillers, or just, just, just your mind going wild because it's not being, you know, doing. Anything. Um, so, so these were like, I dare say, the reason I started smoking. I know a lot of people say that that chronic use of marijuana causes anxiety and causes mental health but for me it's the complete opposite yeah i, I felt like my my mind wasn't in the, the you, right you, place you suffer with adhd don't you as well yeah so well, your, your, your mind's going through fucking loopholes every yeah. single time at, at that point it was completely undiagnosed we were completely blissfully unaware oh okay. um, it's, it's just recently you've been yeah. diagnosed with it all right okay um so yeah um my like i said my anxiety was through the roof i, I didn't want to leave the house i spent Spent, bear in mind, this was pre-COVID, so I, in total, I probably spent four, five, six months indoors. Yeah. And then COVID hit. Wow. Um, so when I finally had the Ayla base removed, 
COVID had just come. So it was February, March 2020. Yeah. I didn't get offered any physio apart from telephone consultations. So I had very minimal, well, I say very minimal. I had no movement in my neck for, for months. I think we started training, you know. Did we train or not? Did we not train through the period? Because I remember you coming back. Because at minute, Josh's neck's not gone bad to arm. He's still got a bit of a bent neck, haven't you, my kid? Yeah, I'm, I'm minute looking around corners. <laughs> yeah. If you need me to be a spy on you, just, I'm there. Yeah, so, so sorry, go on. Uh, so, the COVID hit. So, yeah, COVID hit. Um, and like I say, it's, I know there was no face-to-face interactions. Yeah. Um, and I guess I was kind of thinking, woe is me, you know, I'm there, broken neck. I, I just wanted to get myself fixed and get back at it because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've always, well, as I say always, since being 17, 18, I've always been physically active. I've always liked to push myself and, 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 and just, just get after it, if you will. Yeah. So, so this period of time spent in the house it, like, it was affecting my mental health it was I'm really genuinely struggling I just wanted to get myself fixed and get back at it yeah um, I had four telephone consultations and then they basically said after the fourth one look we've done all we can we're going to discharge you fucking hell so, so, let, so let, after with no mobility in your neck after four phone calls after you're breaking your neck bit really they just let you go yep so I had no professional get hands on and basically see me person to person face to face and be like yep you've got the right amount of mobility it's moving as it should mm-hmm. like I said, I've got this slight wonky neck at the minute I think it leans to the right a little bit I don't know if that's something that could have been sorted with physio or it's mm-hmm. something that I'm stuck with but um, yeah it's just something that there's, it's, it's an answer that's never been given to me mm-hmm. um, so this is when it's really started to get interesting um, after the halo brace took off I started suffering with these headaches mm. now these these headaches were for, mm, five to ten seconds long, but I were getting anything up to up to fifty a day. Fucking hell! And and anything. So it's excruciating. Where 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 was it, where was it hurting? So it, it felt like someone just basically had me my brain inside a vice. Squeezing. And you could hear like a kind of like imagine when you turn the the garden tap on outside and you can hear it like rushing through. Yeah, to yeah, the yeah, end. yeah, yeah. You could hear it up the back of my neck. Yeah. Like rushing up. I I thought it was blood initially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, turns out it was brain fluid. Rushing around my brain, so these headaches, um, like I said, five or ten seconds long, up to fifty a day. Anything could, anything could trigger them. Um, yeah. Picking my daughter up, tying my shoes, standing up too fast, sitting down, just, just anything. Like what? Me, four, four to five seconds. Five. To, five yeah. Just, five what, to intense, excruciating like, pain. Could you see nine? No, because like my eyes were squeezed. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on the pain scale, nine or ten easier. Like I said, I'd like to think I've got a, a, a decent pain threshold. Like I've been in some painful yeah, situations. You broke, broke your neck, geez, and you and you yeah. were driving about. I you to. I'd, I'd, I'd break my neck ten times over than than go through these headaches again. Yeah, these, these were horrendous. Um, so yeah, it was still during COVID. So the the reaction time for wanting to figure out what this was was delayed anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Like I say, during COVID, couldn't see anyone. I'm not back at work at this point. Um, suffering again, like I say, I, I felt one thing after another. My neck's broke. I feel like I've I've been ailer brace taken off. I'm on the mend. These headaches start. Um, there's a reoccurring theme of mental health here. Straight, continuing on a on a downward spiral. Like I say, I'm mm-hmm. a guy that likes to get up and get after it and and, yeah. and and push myself. And and I just felt like it was one thing after another. Had an MRI scan. Um, finally after I, I don't know how long I waited I'm going to be honest it, it felt like an eternity but mm. um, 
Yeah, the MRI scan came back and they, they, they told me that I've got a, a condition called a, a Chiari malformation. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, it's essentially my brain fluids plumbing is malfunctioning some somewhere. Like, it doesn't flow like it should do. Because everyone's got fluid on the brain. Everyone's got fluid that's, that's, that protects the brain. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. Just for, for the skull. Uh, it's like a pinky pinky fluid. Mm-hmm. And what, what Josh's brain, really, like you said, it wasn't getting rid of it. So what we're just mounting up, mounting up, mounting so up. So when I realised that it was extremely serious and I really started to panic is I started having nosebleeds. Mm-hmm. And in this nosebleed was brain fluid. <gasps> so so I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd nosebleeds and I had this fluid coming out of my nose. Um... Fucking hell, I didn't know that. So, like I said, these, these, all these headaches were getting worse. Yeah. Um, and the symptoms were getting worse. And, and at this point, I'm thinking, I'm like, something's... Seriously. I, I, I thought straight away it's like a tumour or something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I've got... A, there's, there's a, there's a build-up of pressure in my head. It's a brain tumour, like... And then when, it, when they finally explained what what the condition was, so it's, it's related to hydrocephalus, which I've got a twin sister, Chelsea, and... Uh, She's got hydrocephalus, which that was picked up from birth. Mm. And then she was she was extremely poorly from, from birth, in and out of hospital constantly. She's got a shunt fitted, which basically, that's like more plumbing in the brain. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it goes through a system and she wheezes it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, that was one of my options for, for rectifying this, putting a shunt in. Um, like what? Like a, like, a, like a small device inside your head? Yeah, like a, like a little, <clears throat> I guess, no thicker than... Uh, an iPhone charger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the second, uh, the alternative was uh, brain surgery um, to fix it. Now, I wanted to see what the operation was. I wanted to see what I was getting myself in for. And it's basically a, a six-inch uh, incision um, down. So I think you've got C1 to, is it C8, C9 maybe? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's six inches on the back of my head. Um, and they're basically, you know, the tiny, so you get the, the big part of your brain, then you've got like the little tiny yeah, 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 walnut yeah, yeah. thing that attaches to your brain stem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, 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 the cut in there, a little six inch incision, um, and they basically remove a part of my brain, which for anyone that knows me, removing any more of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good idea. Not a good idea, no. <laughs> I, I, I could do with all, all the brain that I've got. So yeah, uh, removing it was... It was quite a scary thought. I wanted to know what I was getting myself in for, like always, but um, obviously the side effects were paralysis. Um, Fucking hell. Like I said, my mental health at, the, at that time was extremely low. Not not at rock bottom yet. We'll get to that in a bit, but um, it was extremely low. Um, but I thought, I ever suffer with these for the rest of my life, which they, they told me that I would. I, I'd suffer yeah. these headaches yeah. indefinitely. Or I go for this, go for this surgery. Um, so yeah, I have this surgery. Uh, I'm, I'm not too sure how many hours I were in, but this was at Northern General in Sheffield. Mm-hmm. Um, came out, woke up in intensive care. Um, and now the next, there's some stories within this next couple of weeks that you, you'll want to hear because I know you've, I know you've heard yourself. But there's uh, the next two month, and that's being generous, was the most excruciating pain. Um, I've got just excruciating pain and discomfort. In where, 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 what, your head? Just my body, just in general. So I think it's such an, an invasive surgery and it's so, you know, they basically had hands in the back of my skull, the back of my brain. Fucking um, hell. It's just your central nervous system shot. Like I had to learn to walk again. 
Um, I couldn't go to the toilet. I couldn't, um, yeah, I couldn't go to the toilet. Uh, I had no appetite. Just all, all me. Sorry, guys, we're back. Uh, just had to take a quick toilet break. So, Joshua, what you were saying about the invasive surgery and about you waking up in intensive care. Yeah, so, woke up in intensive care. Um, so I, I had to, I had to learn how to, how to walk and, and all my, my central nervous system was shot. I no appetite, just just everything I had to like learn to do again. Like walk, walk, like yeah. you couldn't move your feet. Um, so I had. It's as if I I was in I was in like the best way to describe it is as if I was in chains. Like yeah. imagine imagine like think of a western back in the day or like maybe yeah. Django Unchained where they had chains around the feet and you yeah, could only yeah. move. Little maybe, bit. maybe a couple of inches. That's the best way to describe it. Like I feel like it's like I, I couldn't take a full stride. Yeah. Um. I remember at one point I was in Kill Bill where she sat in the van and she was wiggling her toe. Like I had, to, I, had to, I had to physically focus and concentrate so hard just to move my toes. No way. Um, so I was in, I was only in there for a week considering like I made I made massive progress in in that week um, yeah. from going not being able to walk. All I could do was so one of the stories when I when I first woke up in intensive care, um, I, I couldn't move, but I, but I had to be sick. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm retching to be sick, but I couldn't like lean forward to put my head in the bowl. So I just I was just sick down myself. I, I could. Oh wow! I eventually got the bowl underneath me, but I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't retch properly. So I'm having to like have this this bile come up in me, like full mouthfuls of bile, and then I had to spit it into this bowl. Ugh. I come to apologising to the nurse because I must look like a right state. Um. So yeah, after two days, those two days were they were excruciating, but they, they were a bit groggy. I, I was, I was on morphine then. Um, I had to get taken off the morphine because. They were giving me really vivid dreams, like really, um, is it lucid dreaming where you feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, dreams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and one of the dreams, um, I can remember there were me and some guys in the army and, and, and we, we, we we trashed a, a baby shower. <laughs> it sounds really bad. <laughs> we, so this baby shower must have been taking place in the morning and we went in and we, we trashed it on the night. And then in the morning when all these like young mums came in, they seen the damage that was caused, but them two had like scattered. Yeah. And I ended up in a swimming pool being being held underwater. Fucking hell. So in this dream, I'm like, oh, shit, I need to not get drowned. <laughs> I, need, yeah, I, need, yeah. I need to get out of this. I can remember jumping out, out of this dream, but obviously a, a day after brain surgery, physically. It's weird because when I was awake, I, I, I couldn't move it. But, yeah, but yeah. in this dream, I felt You're like moving. I had the force to physically throw myself out of this dream and out of the bed. And, and obviously that caused, I, I can remember suffering bleeding down the back. Um I had more, more bleeding from the nose then, so I'm like, look, I don't want any more of this morphine because if, if, if I take any more of this... Strong stuff, that morphine. People don't realise the, the addictive factors and how strong mm. the pharmaceutical painkillers are. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, yeah. not, 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 not a hippie, but um, the, 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 the things I've seen pharmaceuticals do to, to, to good people, good mm -hmm. men, yeah. so it's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's, um, like I said, it's, it's one of the reasons why I... I, I I, 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 I turn to uh, so I got a bit of a stutter there. Can't get the words out. It's one of the reasons why I, uh, I turned to uh, cannabis when I broke my neck, just because I, I didn't. No one knows if they're going to get addicted to, to these. Yeah, no, yeah, no one yeah. takes. No them. one wants to yeah. get addicted. But no, no addict ever thought, "Oh yeah, I'm going to get addicted to this." It happens to the best people. It happens to the worst people. It can happen to anyone. So yeah, I was a little bit. I was a little bit worried. So they took me off morphine and put me on. I think it's called oxycodone. Mm. I apologise, oxycodone. It's Essentially, a man-made morphine. I was led to believe. Yeah. Um, we found out that the side effects of that was insomnia. Fucking sound. So when all I wanted to do was get my head down, get some rest, and and, and recover, 
I, I physically could not sleep for that. I could shut my eyes and I was going into like, like lucid dreaming. Yeah. And it felt like I was in these dreams for hours at a time, but I'd wake up and 15 minutes had passed. Mm. And it was like this for, for two weeks until I realised that... What, what was going on? Yeah. Before, I think, yeah, obviously, Jenny, my wife, she'd... Uh, I think she contacted the GP and, and, and just asked about it or maybe Googled it. She found out anyway and she was like, look, this is, this this, way this is why you're not sleeping. So, yeah, it was just discomfort and agony for, for, for those two weeks. Um, but yeah, going, going, I've, I've, I've skipped over a story. Going back a bit to being in the hospital, like I say, I've been having to, to learn how to do everything again. Uh, I had no control of my bladder, so... <laughs> I don't know what's coming. <laughs> So I had to I had to have a catheter fit because it got got to the point where like my bladder was full and like, just so they don't know what's a catheter. So a catheter is a a tube that gets um, inserted inside your your Johnson oh. all the way to your is it your urethra. I think it's called yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that essentially then that's a man's worst nightmare. I'm telling yeah. you. Oh my god! So it was the first time I'd had one, so I didn't really know what to expect. <laughs> and it was it was oh god, it was awful absolutely just the the pain of of like feeling something slide down oh my like because at the end of it people that don't know it's like like imagine the edge of a needle yeah but, but it's plastic so it's not as sharp but it but it, you can sharp feel it enough. you can feel it scratching its way yeah, down yeah, yeah. and then the poke it through the end of your, uh, your i assume well, like your urethra is like a tiny little hole it's gonna yeah, find its way yeah. into but then they took it out so I, I did my business i filled i filled this bag and they took it out but i still couldn't wee so i had to have another one put in <laughs> And at this when point... When was this, like, the same day? Like, the day after. All right. So then my body knew... What were they... You, they were only saying you to the toilet once a, week, once a day? So I, I, I can only assume that they, they thought that once I'd been once, then my body had, had, had regained going the function. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So either took it out. Yeah. The second day, I'm like, look, my bladder's about to explode. It yeah. needs to go in again. So they put this one in, and like I say, horrendous, but it went in. It went in. <laughs> and then after, I think that was in two days, and they took it out again. And at this I, point, I, like, does it hurt coming out? Because I've, I've seen, I've seen Dumb and Dumb too. Have you seen when, 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 is, is it, when, he, when he pulls it, fuck it, was so bad for language. Pulls the catheter out and he's yanking on him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's another. No, no, so, so it, it was, it was quite a relief coming out. Yeah, it was uncomfortable, but yeah, it, it felt nice and going in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, th- this one lasted two days. The third day, when I got told that I cannot get discharged unless I, unless I go to the toilet myself, but I needed it again and I couldn't go. So they had to put a third one in. At this point, my body's like, fuck that part of my fringe. So... God, just I, say... I, I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to word it as, as politely as possible. My, my member knew what was coming. By his member, it means his penis. It absolutely, point blank, refused <laughs> to have a third catheter put in. And it, it, I'm, not, I'm not blessed in that department at all. But this was, this was a micro-penis. <laughs> And so, so when when they're sliding in, the basic they've got to use like 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 a lubricant. Yeah, yeah. The best way to describe the the, the situation was: imagine lubricating your fingers up and then trying to like juggle a jelly bean in your fingers. <laughs> so this poor nurse is trying to hold my member and get this catheter inside me, while my body's basically saying, "Not again! You're not you're not going through it a third time." So she was there for about fifteen minutes. And all I could do, red face, was just apologise profuse. I'm like, I'm so sorry about this. I am so sorry. Did you say it's not normally this size? <sighs> I'd be lying, really, wouldn't I? No, it's... Uh, I can't remember what... I, I cracked a few jokes. So I, try, I like to try and crack a few jokes in, in an awkward situation. But it just... It would not go in. Like, my body just thought, fuck that. Not again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, she finally got it in after after probably 10 or 15 minutes of trying. Um, and then I finally managed to go myself, so I was allowed to get discharged. Um, so yeah, that was, was on the road to recovery then. Um, going back to the, the, the mental health side of things, like I say, it, it's still on a, on, a, on, a, on a spiral. Like I say, I, I've gone from being... Um, so I was in the army for, uh, for five years. Um, and anyone that's been in the army, anyone that speaks to guys in the army, you, you, your mindset's your best weapon. There's nothing you can't do. If it's a if it's a physical task, if it's a mental task, you'll give it a you'll give it your you'll give it 110 percent and you'll give it your all. There's nothing you can't do. Or you'll you'll at least you'll at least attempt it to, to your best ability. So I've gone from being indestructible in my mind to having these two life-altering accidents. Well, one one accident, one surgery. Um, so yeah, my, my my mental health was on a on a on a rapid decline. Um, I was questioning everything, questioning myself, questioning if I could make a recovery from this. Like I said, I'd, I'd been boxing with Taz for how many years at this point? Two, two, two years two or, or three. Like I said, it, a little it, bit longer. I think you've been boxing for me a bit longer, you know. Yeah. Would you start, start with me at Ultraflex? Yeah. Ultraflex for two years and COVID for two years. That's four. Now, now we're... So, it's, it's, you've been with me for five years now. Yeah. So, I've, I've, been, I've been training... Um, like jiu-jitsu and kickboxing and, and a, a, bit of, a bit of Muay Thai since, since being about 18, 19. Um, and I always said to myself, look, I, I want to compete. That was, it was, I had two goals in life, visit Thailand and train in Thailand and compete in a boxing match. And now I got told that I, I'd never be allowed to box. I'd never be allowed to spar. I'd never be allowed oh. to, to do any, any form of impact training. So like I said, I'm, at, I'm at the lowest of the low at this point. And then to get told that the only thing that I want to do to test myself physically that I, that I couldn't do. Um, how would you feel? How would I feel now? And how would you feel then? Uh, it, it was, it was, it was heartbreaking, mm. to say the least. Um, like I said, I, I, Jen, Jen had to live with me, and I was a, a fucking nightmare to live with. That's excuse my French, but it's. I I I I weren't a nice person to live with. I was in, I was in my head twenty four seven. I've just been that's been being at home like, with, with, with a don't forget you've got neck brace on it so. No, it's obviously no, my, it's, neck, my neck brace has come off. No. So this was um, post brain surgery. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right. So you, you you're in your own space all all, all yeah. along. You 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 you're on sort of house arrest really, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. But you can't leave, you can't do nothing, you've got these headaches that's still going, you're scared, you don't, you've just been told that you've never been able to compete, it's a life goal, you know. It's rightly so, but it's that, that's that, that's life that throws, throws, throws yeah. all a curveball, you know. And one thing you've done, you've, you've come out the other end fucking fighting, my mate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're back trading now, yeah. you're back feeling good, you're back smiling, you just completed the the four weeks intense fat loss trading challenge, you're looking you look one of the best shits I've ever seen you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Life is good. Yeah. You've started a new job. Do you know what I mean? Things are, things, things are going well. You've got to look out. So, sometimes we're all guilty of not actually realising how far we have come and not giving ourselves credit. You know, we, we're focused and rushing forward to the next goal, but sometimes we've got to take a step back and look back how far you've come. Mate, yeah. you, you broke your neck 
You you had the determination because I remember before you break your neck, there were talk of us. You actually come to work for for for, mm-hmm. for favorite boxing fitness for myself, wasn't it? And one thing that I had that I'll, I'll give to even when when this man had brain surgery, even when this man had 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 the halo on, it was we were still in contact. He was still talking to me. He still wanted to 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 work alongside myself, and you know that's a true honor. What I can say because when someone's in, in that way and they still want to be persistent and determined to get better because they, they, they want to achieve the life goals, mm-hmm. I take my hat. Listen, you're the biggest warrior I know. Do you know what I mean? You you've you've been in there not not just physically as well, but mentally in your own head, pickled in a, in a in a dark place. But you still wanted to come out and be on top, and I take my hat off to you on that side. Do you know what I mean? Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, that, that that's that's one thing. That, that's why this one wanted to jump on this podcast and 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 just have a chat to you and tell these people that everyone goes through shit. But no matter how low you feel, that you can always come out the other end. Yeah, do you I know that's that, that that's that's a massive yeah. thing. That's that's the the point I was I was trying to get to. Like I say, it's been I went from feeling indestructible and on top of the world, and like like you know the world on my oyster, and that that with a with a strong mindset that you're indestructible, and then the next two three years. I was the lowest of the low and like the one thing I couldn't get my head around was this this indestructible mindset that I had like where had it gone like I'm at one point I'm not ashamed to say now I was contemplating suicide like I was mm. I was so low and so down I couldn't understand this, this bulletproof mindset that I had I was like where was it like it's it, you know I thought I'd been lying to myself like, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, this persona yeah, yeah. that I had that, that, that I was indestructible and that this guy that I'd built up in my head that that can achieve anything if he puts his mind to it it was no longer there and, and I felt like I was I was so lonely and so low but do you think sorry do you think that that's because of the painkill like the painkills and, and the blocking the, the the receptors and stuff or do you think literally that was purely because of the net break and you felt like you've, you've tripped up in a sense um so so yeah i, I stopped like i said i stopped taking the painkillers and i broke my neck and, and i started I, I was more i was smoking smoking yeah, yeah, weed yeah, yeah, yeah. but i didn't want to smoke weed when i was recovering from brain surgery yeah for all the the stigma that that, that marijuana's got there is, it's got psychoactive properties and I think I don't I didn't want to mess about with yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the re- yeah. recovery of my brain so I, I I did stay on the tablets mm-hmm. um and I, I did I did exactly what I was told because I thought if it's a physical pain um from breaking my neck and like I said being in that halo brace I was struggling to sleep like I said yeah. I had a big square big cage, cage on my head so I like laid, like a budget, you know, you know yeah. the, the, like like a budget fucking yeah. cage on top of your head. And then you lay down, and th- those bolts were digging in your head. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. I needed a relaxant, and, and, yeah. and these these weren't relaxants. These 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 tablets I were on. Yeah. Um, I've lost my train of thought again. So yeah, I, I wasn't, I, I didn't smoke when I was in in in, in recovery because I yeah. I want my mind straight. Yeah. Because I thought, obviously, people, a lot of people that that don't know the benefits of marijuana, yeah. instantly assume that it's. It causes mental health issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people think it's a gateway drug, don't they? Yeah. But you know what's a bigger fucking gateway drug? Alcohol. Mm-hmm. Which is legal to buy. Yep. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that's, people have got a persona about everything, but you've got to realise that you've got to do it what works best for you. And it's, it's in moderation as well. Like, don't, get, don't get me wrong. As, as much as I love a smoker, I like it. I like edibles. It's it's moderation. If you're yeah, going to sit there, and like I said, I were alone for the majority of the day. If I were to sit there and smoke and smoke and smoke or have edibles and, ju- and just be alone with... Because I, I think it amplifies your current feelings and thoughts. Of course it does, yes. So yes. If, if I'm down in the dumps and smoking something, then that's going to just just amplify my current yeah. my current level and, and yeah. how down I was, I thought. Because I, 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 I was still switched on, but I just mm-hmm. couldn't understand why my mind was was not where I wanted it to be. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, because you fucking broke your neck, man, that's why. Do you know what I mean? 
forgot, forgot to mention that there was, I'd say, about a four or five month gap. Cool. Thinking back now, in between breaking my neck and having surgery. So yeah. I was having these headaches. Yeah. And I got into the shape of my life again, fighting through these headaches. And I was I was, I was, was so fit and, and, and rids are crap. Because I, I thought to myself... It's not gonna. It's not gonna do itself. Like I, I need to. I need to train because I know that, that physical activity is so beneficial for mental health. Mm-hmm. So beneficial. Yeah. Um, and I know that there'll be a lot of guys at home suffering with mental health mm-hmm. that don't know what to do, and you're sat there waiting, waiting for something. That something's not gonna come. You've got to. You've got to get your foot out the door, and you've got. You've got to take that as hard as it may be. Take that first step. And just crack on because as soon as you take that first step, that second step will come, that third step will come, that fourth step will come. Before you know it, you've got that momentum. Momentum, there we go. The motivation friend. isn't going to come to you. People wait for motivation. You, you need to, you need to build it yourself. You need to, you need to get out there and you need to put one step in front of the other and 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 just go. You've, you've not got to have a plan or a path. Just do something. Just fucking start doing it. Um, so yeah, like I said, it, it, about a couple of months went by and then that's when I found out I needed, needed my surgery. So I, I, like I was building myself back up again and then I was back down again. Um, so this this the, the timeline of this will be up and down all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, I had my brain surgery. Got told I'd never box, I'd never spar. Um, couldn't couldn't compete. Obviously, I mean, you, you, you can't play boxing anyway. It's, 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 it's a deadly yeah, sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, can't, you can't get in the ring and mess about. Even even sparring. So I've had some spars that are fucking out of them bastard fights. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even the gym, it's dangerous. It's mm-hmm. it's it's not something that you can. It's not a team sport. In football, no. you've got another ten men that are gonna they're gonna wipe your ass if you're lacking. That's in it. rugby, you've got in rugby league, you've got another twelve men. In rugby mm-hmm. union, you've got another fourteen men. Do you know what I mean? It. It's it, you, you, boxing's one thing you cannot fuck about with Thai boxing. Now, mate, any combat sports, jujitsu, Brazilian, uh, you know, judo, whatever, whatever you're doing, you cannot fuck about in the martial arts. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it, so yeah, it, it, it took me a while to, to get my head around that the one goal I wanted was to compete and because I've never been in that situation. I've sparred before, but when you're under them lights and in that ring, it's just you and your opponent. Mm. That's when you really find out who you are, and, and that's that's where you feel most alive, you know. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's, that, it's that fine line between it's it, be, controlled violence is a beautiful thing because it's controlled you know mm-hmm. you, the, 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 the feeling that you get when you're looking across the ring and the man wants to take your fucking head off yeah. <laughs> you know that's it's, it's something crazy so I dare say I've been slightly close to it in, in basic training we did something called milling which yeah. I know I wasn't in the parachute regiment but and I know that's like strictly a parachute regiment like oh, yeah, a yeah, yeah. thing but we did do it and it's, so it's, it's two minutes of controlled aggression yeah, it's yeah. not boxing yeah, it's milling for a reason. You're swinging, you're swinging, you're swinging. You don't stop for two minutes. Um, so I guess I've I've kind of experienced it, but yeah, it, it took me a while to to adjust to the thought that I'll not be able to accomplish one of my goals. Mm. But then when you take a step back and you think that there's more, like I've got look I've got, at the bigger picture. I've now got a six year old at home. Yeah. Even when you're fully fit and f- fully healthy, it takes one shot to put your lights out and not to wake back up. There's many yeah, boxes right. every year die of it. Well, did you see, see that kid in Thailand? He got elbowed yeah. and died. So fucking that's recent yeah. limit and about that kid in Africa as well yeah so you, you just can't play it so once once I realised that and I, I really took a step back and, and realised what's important in life um, there's always other goals and there's always other stuff that, that, that that's there to test you um, and another other way to find out who you are and test your metal um, but yeah how do you feel now? phenomenal yeah I mean there's there's the potential that I need a second surgery 
and that that's lingering in the in the future. I'm not I'm not I'm not worried about it because I've been through it once. I've experienced it. Yeah. And I've I've been at rock bottom. I've been to the point where I didn't want to live. Yeah. And I've got through it. And and I know the steps that I'd if I go through it again, I know the recovery process. Mm-hmm. And I've I've got. You've done the dance. That's it. You've I've, done I've, the dance. I've been through it. I know what I need to do to to, to get back out of it. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I say, it's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It's going to go ahead. It might not. If it doesn't go ahead, I'm in the shape of my life now. Yeah. We just move to the next. Just you wait till you see Josh's progress photos and we keep working forward, you know. Keep, keep hopefully get you on board of one of one of us one of our team. Mm. Achieve that and we keep 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 taking over the world because I want to surround myself with men like yourself, you know, tr- true warriors, the men that have that life has thrown everything at and they said, Fuck it, I'm taking it anyway. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's what I, I'm big about whatever you want to achieve, you've got to go fucking full throttle. And that's exactly Absolutely. what you've done, my friend. Yeah. You should be proud of yourself. Your daughter will be proud of you. Your miss should be proud of you. You know, you, 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 anything that you wanted to do, you've fucking done. Fighting, it doesn't matter, mate. The fi- fighting is fighting. Do you know what's more important is having a missus that loves you. That's a it. daughter that, that, that knows her daddy's safe. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. Do you know what I mean? That's fantastic. Anything else you, you want to want, want to? I, tell you, I, I got a bit teary then, I'm not going to lie yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, I, I appreciate your kind words, but it's, it's, I've, I've looked up to you for, I apologise, probably getting your age wrong, 24, 25 25 next? now, mate. 25 no, now. 25, yeah, just turn. This man's 25 years old, and I look up to him more than most people. He's, he's, he's smashing everything he does. The man's mindset is phenomenal. It's one of the reasons, and he's one of the people that I thank for getting myself out of a rut. Because he sees no, he sees no negatives. Everything's a positive, everything's an opportunity. And it's always a chance to put one foot in front of the other and, and just get 1% better every day um, but yeah I think a closing point like I said I've touched on mental health um, and I, I know it's massive it's a, it's a stigma it's guys are afraid to talk about it I know uh, Paddy Pimblett said it in UFC yeah, and it is yeah. guys will still be afraid to, to open up and speak to someone because they've got this ego they've got this chip on the shoulder they, they feel like they've got to put an act on in front of their mates no you fucking haven't there's, there's, no, there's nothing more manly than being open and honest with yourself and talking about it there, this you putting this big act on and, and, and pretending that everything's fine and you can, you can just man up and handle it, that's your ego talking. Yeah. Scrap your ego. Your, your ego gets you in shit more times than it, yeah. than it, than it, than it, yeah. than it, than it saves you. You need an ego in, in, in certain things, but realistically... You need an ego to back yourself. That's what you yeah. need an ego for. You don't, ego and mental health don't go together. For myself, I've got massive ego. But that's, I've got a massive ego because I fucking want to achieve anything. I, I achieve anything I want to say. That's the ego. For mental health, fuck the ego. Fuck the stigma. Talk to each other. I, I know friends that have... Uh, I know people this year that have taken their life. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it, it, We're in 2022 and people are still fucking putting people down for, for because they want to talk. I, I, my door's always open. My inboxes are always open. My emails are always open. My number's always open. For anyone that's to talk and every, anyone that's around me, they know I will ask intrusive questions because I want to make sure that everyone around me is cool. Everyone is, everyone's around me is sound. Mm-hmm. And, and a, a lot of people, I'll be honest with you, a lot of people come to me just to talk. They, they say they want a session. We end up doing two bicep kills, of, uh, a two-minute round. I, they, they, I think I've said about three marriages this week, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've done it ourselves, mate. I think yeah, we've done two rounds of pads and just, just waffled. Uh... But you need it. Men yeah. need an output. And you know what? I might start a fucking group or something. 
you know what I mean? Like a, a, yeah. a, me, a meds, uh, a meds, a, me, a men's, fuck meds, men's mental health group just to, to come in and talk. And I tell you what, fuck it, we'll let's put some feelers out. Whoever's listening to this, we'll, we'll start some up. I'll, 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 be, I'll be game for that. Yeah, yeah. Just, one, just meet up once every two weeks or something. Lads, I want to get, get some train, uh, tra- training sessions in yeah. and fucking have a good chat. What a fucking think, good idea. Now we said it on this, we're going to have to do it. That's well. it. I mean, first time I ever, I ever met Taz, he didn't know me, I didn't know him. And but you feel like you can you can open up to a stranger, you can talk to a stranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, I feel like it'll not come from a place of judgment, and and I guess that's what a lot of people are scared of. They're scared, mm. scared of judgment. Um, Listen, I'm not fucking perfect. I mean, I've, I've I've been to them dark places. You know, five years ago, I was sat in a fucking in my car with my head in my hands with twenty fucking seven five p in my bank. I had to go back to my mum's house because I, I couldn't afford to feed myself. <laughs> Do you know? I've, I've been mm. been at Lois said where. Where listen, I'm not I'm not perfect. People, I appreciate the kind words from Josh, but I'm not fucking perfect. I have my up and down days, but you know what? I'm just thankful to be fucking here. But it's normal. Of course, it is. Mental health is it, it shouldn't be. There shouldn't be a stigma behind it because it's, no. everyone suffers, and people that don't suffer, they're either robotic or lying. Well, what's mental health? Mental health is an emotion, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah and if you say if you don't suffer anything, you, you, you're fibbing to yourself. So, oh, uh, you're not pushing yourself. But then again, if you're not pushing yourself, think how many millionaires commit suicide. Money doesn't make you happy. It exactly. It gives you opportunities. Of course. It, it's, it's what you do with those opportunities that make you happy. And on opportunities, you make it yourself. Listen, mm. I'm a strong believer. You make your own opportunities. If you want to get something, you'll fucking... If you are willing to do anything that that is in your power to get to where you want to, you will get to, to it. Percentages and all percentages. Yeah, yeah. If, if this is... Ethnic group Your religion Whatever it may be You think it's stopping It's full of fucking bullshit It's stopping mm. yourself Limitations are made by yourself By the In the dialogue that you talk to yourself The questions that you ask The shit that you put into your ears The music even nowadays Not to go off tangent The, the music that people listen to It's a lot It's about drugs Money and And shaggy women What the fuck's all that about Materialistic L- Exactly shit. Listen to things that make you happy Listen to podcasts Listen to people Surround yourself With people that make you happy like, like, like we've touched on previously, confidence, be confident in what you do and, and know what you are worth. Have that ego to fucking get what is yours, get what is more. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That, that's all it is. But listen, Josh, we're fucking coming up to an hour. <laughs> it, it, could, it could go for another hour. It's, it could, uh, we'll, to, we'll, we'll, we'll come back on. That's it. And what more do. So, Josh, tell them where to find you. Tell them your Instagram. So, yeah, um, if you want to find me, it's train with JTW on Instagram. Um, like I said, anyone that's, Suffering needs to talk. I'm a complete stranger. There's no judgment. Let's come chat some shit. Yeah, get man. it off your chest. Yeah, I be, be honest with yourself. That's it. That's so you, that's another big fuck me. We could go on for hours here. As soon as you're honest with yourself and, and stop lying, and it's all right. It's all right. No, it's not. You're, you're struggling. Be honest with yourself. Right, I'm struggling. What next? As soon as you're open, and honest with yourself, that's when you can take the first step. But Fantastic. We're gonna tell you that it's not gonna come, and you need you need to actually take that first step yourself. And as hard as it may be, it'll be the hardest that you've ever taken. But take it. Because you'll not look back. You know the, the, the hardest thing to do is look yourself in the mirror and realise that you need help. Mm-hmm. As a man, the hardest thing you'll ever do is look in the mirror and say to yourself that you need help. But that will be the best thing you ever do. Speak to someone. Reach out. If you're struggling, talk to them. If you can't talk to someone... Listen, I used to have mates when I felt down. I said, mates, I fucking feel, feel a bit down, you know. They used to say, shut up, you silly cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What, 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 f- what have you got to feel down about? Not you know yeah. all, all the things that you, you can say. Cause you're trying to laugh and make a joke about it, don't you? Yeah. And I, I, I know, I know. Mason used to say uh, he felt down. He used to take you out for a pint and you end up pinting for two, three days. Like I say, I'm not perfect. What the fuck all that all that about? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Drugs isn't the answer. Beers are not the answer. What the answer is, is exercise and talking. 
and getting your head buried out, getting out your head out your phone. Get your head out your phone, out your fucking ass, and realize who the fuck you are. We are superior. We are limitless. And you're putting yourself in a fucking box here. I'm going off a tangent, but I need, to, I need to tell him, Josh. You're going off a... a you, you, you're limitless. You're in, you, you've put yourself in a box where you think nothing's possible. And listen, I, I'm going to... I'm going to... Fuck this. I'm going to fucking film a movie. I'm going to tell him how to do it, Josh. <laughs> I'm going to give him the fucking blueprint, mate. I'm going to tell it. you that now. I'm going to take a team to the top. Because when people say it's lonely, top, it's not. Take the right team with you, my friend. That's it. Do you know what I mean? But right, listen, I appreciate it, Josh. I appreciate it. We're doing a part two because that was too fucking good. Yeah. Yeah? Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs>